So welcome to the West Chiropractic Podcast. I'm here with the one and only Magic Mike Ludwitsky. I'm hoping I've got that right. He's going to tell me I've got it wrong in a second. Um, so that's fine. I'll introduce Mike in a second. Just want to say we're recording this at the end of October. So we've got Halloween coming up. If you haven't seen a Halloween special, then please uh, comment on this email when you get it and uh, let us know. We can send that over for your friends and family and you can be in with a chance to win a massage gun one of the, the high-tech ones we've got here. So uh, yeah, they're fantastic at breaking down those sore spots, areas in the back, and also around those shoulders after long weeks of work. So without further ado, let me introduce the Magic Mike. We're so happy to have him here. Um, I know many of you have seen him in the clinic and he provides an absolutely incredible experience with his wealth of knowledge, expertise, and he's a pretty great guy as well. So we feel very lucky. So Mike, tell us a little bit about yourself, where you came from and how you've come to graces with your presence here at West Chiropractic. Hello, so I'm Mike. Uh, so I'm originally from Poland, uh, where I graduated as a physiotherapist. Uh, but unfortunately, my qualifications don't translate into English standards. So in here, I'm just a humble massage therapist. And I specialize in soft tissue work and general manual therapy. I also advise people on exercises and uh, some rehab stuff. Amazing, amazing. And I think, uh, you know, with Mike, Mike has all the qualifications and the expertise of what a physiotherapist would give you, plus everything else that he's done in terms of his background. Uh, Mike is consistently looking to further his knowledge. He's always trying to improve what he does, whether that's in soft tissue work, any sort of rehab stuff jaw, headaches, acupuncture, dry needling, he's always got a thirst for knowledge, which is great. So I think, um, you know, labeling him as just, um, you know, labeling him either physio or massage therapist is not really doing him any justice. He, he works on, on everything really. So he's even adjusted me and he's great at that as well. So there's, there's nothing the guy can't do. So Mike, what are we going to be talking about today? So today's topic is a plantar fasciitis or fasciopathy or general heel pain. Okay, so why don't we start um, by telling people what is plantar fasciitis? So plantar fasciitis is a pain localized uh, at the bottom of the sole of the foot, just uh, maybe an inch in front of the heel. Uh, it's just where the plantar fascia inserts or attaches to the calcaneum, which is the heel bone. Um, but recently um, there's been like many names for it, so yeah, there is a plantar fasciitis, plantar fasciitis, uh, fasciopathy, um, and uh, yeah, general heel pain. That's has, uh, how it has been called now in, uh, in the research, plantar heel pain. Gotcha. And it's kind of like with, you know, we deal a lot with sciatica. So when someone comes to us and they say, oh, I've got tingling in my legs or shooting pain in my legs, say I've got, I've got sciatica or I've got that sciatica uh, or, you know, something. So is there anything that you, uh, has a client ever come to you and said, the name wrong and they don't, they didn't know it's called plantar fasciitis anything else that we as laymen may call it uh well yeah pa patients are very often uh, confused uh and uh, there might be different causes of plantar fascia uh, plantar pain mm -hmm. and, and a couple conditions that might cause it um so obviously patients don't know exactly uh what's going on and they go into google and it comes up as a plantar fasciitis yeah uh, which is okay uh, yeah, they can call it as they want. Um, it's our job to do a thorough examination and to find out exactly what's going on. Okay, so let's just break that down a little bit, just for people who uh, you know don't know in terms of what's going on. So when you say calcaneum, 
The calcaneum is the heel bone, is that right? Yes, that's correct. Okay. And when we say plantar, is that the top of the foot or the bottom of the foot? Uh, that is the bottom, the okay. sole of the foot. So the area that's contacted on the floor, yeah? Exactly. And then, so we've got plantar, we've got calcaneum, which is the heel, and then fascia. So what is the fascia? So fascia is a connective tissue in our body, which is, uh, which is everywhere, really. Uh, and uh, it wraps around uh, the individual muscle fibers, then it creates the muscle bundles, then wraps around the muscles and uh, basically gives a, a shape uh, and it's this kind of elastic medium in between muscles and bones and uh, and yeah it's like creates this three-dimensional web in our body okay. uh, so specifically in a in a heel uh, plantar fascia, uh, fascia is a is a thick band of uh, that has some elastic elastic properties uh, and uh, yeah it starts at the bottom of the heel and it goes forward uh, towards the toes uh, at the sole of the foot. Got it. And what would its main job be? What does it do? So um, it stores the uh, ener kinetic energy. Uh, there is something which is called windlass mechanism, which is the uh, when we uh, when the heel hits the floor, and then when we roll our foot as we take a step forward, um, it, it acts a little bit like a sp uh, spring. Uh, so it stores this kinetic energy and then allows us to propel, so roll our foot onto a big toe and, uh, and swing forward. Um, and as well, it provides the foot uh, with support of the arches of the foot. Okay, got it. That's really good. So when someone's heel hits the floor, then, so what does it do? Does it like, does it, does it recoil, like a spring goes in? Yes. sucks up all the energy and then as soon as you plant that big toe down it kind of springs back and then pushes you off exactly the so there is actually quite a lot of forces going on there because you know, uh, at one point when when the foot hit the floor when the heel hits the floor um, yeah all our body weight is on one one leg on one heel mm -hmm. uh, so there's actually quite significant forces acting on the uh, and the origin of the plantar fascia is fairly small okay. uh, so there's like hundreds of kilograms of, of force per square inch uh, acting on there. So yeah, sometimes it might get aggravated and not work properly and therefore give us a pain. Yeah, yeah, makes sense completely. So how would I know if I've got plantar fasciitis? So uh, basically, well, so obviously there is a pain, which is the first indication uh, that something is not right there. Uh, and uh, the, as well, we have to look at the dynamic of the pain. When is the pain? Is it in the morning? Does it get better as the day goes? Is it constant? Is it sharp? Is it dull? Um, and, uh, and yeah, so I would say that uh, uh, when, when something hurts at the bottom of the heel, uh, we might start suspecting that that might be plantar fasciitis. Okay. And would it be like painful only on movement or is it often pain if people just resting in the evenings? Uh, so usually uh, there is a sharp pain in the morning, but it gets slightly better throughout the day as we go uh, go about and move around mm -hmm. and then it's, uh, it, it subsides slightly. Uh, but sometimes it has different dynamics, so sometimes it's a constant pain, uh, sometimes the pain uh, comes up after a run, for example. Yeah. Uh, but the thing with plantar fasciitis is that uh, sometimes it occurs in uh, sedentary populations, so not, not very active people, so it might be constant or after long standing. Okay, sure. I know that when people have described certain symptoms to me of you know having that sharp sort of knife type pain, uh, burning type pain right at the bottom of the heel, I've sent them to you and you've asked them those questions. So they've always said that 
yeah, when I get up in the morning, first thing, put my feet down, very, very difficult to walk, very stiff, and then yeah, gradually improve. So yeah, that's interesting. Um, so what would you do for those people then? How would you help? So obviously there's a few options for treatment. Uh, so first line of treatment is uh, stretches, exercises uh, on the wedge, uh, calf stretches. Uh, you can uh, use uh, massage tools to, to massage, roll your, uh, the bottom of the foot. Uh, uh, which seems to help and uh, in here in the clinic we have a specific type of treatment which is called shockwave therapy uh, in which we have a really good result with um, uh, for treatment of the, the plantar fasciitis so it's non-invasive uh, form of treatment uh, <clears throat> in which the <clears throat> the device sends the uh, a shockwave through the tissues uh, and it micro damages the tissues and then restarts the healing process basically uh, then, yes, obviously, in my, from my perspective, I, I can do manual therapy, I can do soft tissue therapy there. Uh, we, we use uh, special instruments uh, to soften the, the, the fascia. Um, and, uh, and yeah, that's pretty much it, I think. Okay, great. Um, so if someone said that they just had plantar fascia for, like, say, maybe a short time, under four weeks, what would the first thing you would recommend them to do? Uh, so first, I would recommend to uh, maybe slow down. Uh, it depends what they do. If they very active, athletic uh, people, uh, then I would suggest them to uh, maybe have a little rest. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, start with the treatments with us, uh, and then uh, do some low load exercises and stretches. Okay. Uh, plus manual therapy, obviously. Gotcha. Okay. So how would so someone have done all the stretches? You know, they they've been on the uh, on the edge of the stairs and sort of lowering their heels down to stretch the calf and the Achilles. That'll help just um, stretch out the plantar fascia. So if they've done, you know, the rolling on the squash ball, rolling on the hard balls, they've done all the things they can do at home, and they're still finding that yeah, it's a bit improved. But actually, when they're they're walking or they're getting up in the morning, it's still giving them pain. How would they go about um, getting some more information to come in and see you here at the clinic? Uh, so they can visit our website uh, or just call us and, uh, and book the taster session with me. Um, and yeah, and then I would go for, if, if those basic stretches don't work, uh, I would suggest to use the shockwave, yeah. uh, which is the, yeah, the, the second line of treatment. And, uh, and yeah, because I said that's, it's, it's quite effective. Amazing. Okay. So uh, just before we go into to Mike's conclusions, anything else he wants to say, you can book a, a taste session. If you're already a client here at West Chiropractic, you can book just a taste session with Mike. Um, so let the girls on the front desk know and I'll book you in for that. If you are a new client, give us a call on 01932-35529 and mention that you want to book in with Mike. We do have a special offer at the moment running Halloween special. So you can book in with him, ask for more information about that. All right, Mike. So what else, is there anything else that you want to talk about with regards to the plantar fascia? Uh, that's pretty much it. I had some thoughts about the differential diagnosis. So sometimes the, there is a small nerve called Baxter's nerve that might be compressed yeah. and might give you a pain, but the localization of the symptoms is slightly different. So it's slightly sent towards the center of the foot, uh, of the sole of the foot. Uh, then there is a heel fat part atrophy, which happens sometimes in heavy strikers, uh, the people who uh, run, for example, walk really through the from the heels um, or people who have uh, some weight issues. So there's lots of uh, compression going on on the fat part and it might go into yeah, atrophy. Uh, then there are pains in a more on the inside towards the mm, uh, inside medial ankle, let's say. Uh, that's 
tarsal tunnel syndrome, uh, and sometimes patients as well uh, confuse uh, plantar fasciitis with uh, Achilles pain. So Achilles pain is on the on the bottom, slightly um, on the back of the heel where the Achilles tendon attaches. Yeah. So yeah, so those are things that we have to consider, obviously, in terms of uh, diagnosis and um, and talking about epidemiology. Uh, is that, as I mentioned before, uh, it's kind of peculiar condition which affects both ends of spectrum. So it affects very athletic people who run a lot, so they maybe use the plantar fascia a lot. There is lots of friction going on, and uh, uh, and they experience this pain, uh, and it occurs as well in sedentary populations, so people who really don't work out that much, and yet they still can experience this uh, this pain. Okay. And uh, if you want more information, I think we have a blog or a, on our website about plantar fascia, how to how we treat it as well. Amazing. Okay, we'll put those links into the show notes afterwards as well. Mike, thank you so much. That is massive of my eyes into what I can look for in terms of when we see clients with plantar fasciitis. Uh, and guys, if you want to book in with Mike, as we said, current clients, just let us know next time. New clients, 01932 Magic Mike, thank you so, so much for your time. Really appreciate your expertise as well. Um, and we'll catch you soon. Thank you so much. It was a pleasure.